This week, we're taking a trip deep into the woods and trying to hunt up Bigfoot. That is, before he hunts us. We watched Night of the Demon. We watched it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me today, as always, is Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing today? I am feeling fine. I am feeling feisty, and I am feeling pretty uh, adorable because I just got a new cat. <laughs> so, yeah, my wife and I just got a new kitten. Yeah, Aaron's going to luckily he's married already because he's going to be like the... He'd been like the old cat man. Then cat man do yeah. What a what a baby, cats. What a baby man can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So my wife and I just got a new cat. Uh, we're pretty excited. It's Colby. Colby Jack Cheese. His name's Colby. So weird. I don't know. We might rename it, but we adopted it. So yeah, we're pretty excited. He's fucking awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Um, we're. I am so excited about this movie, guys. Um, to talk about this movie. This is fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of the craziest, out there, awesomest movies I've ever seen. But at the same time, it's one the, <laughs> it's awful in every imaginable way possible. So when Marshall said we're doing Night of the Demon, I was like, oh shit, we're doing Night of the Demon. This one is one that a lot of horror fans do consider amongst each other as one of the worst horror movies but in a good way like so bad it's good kind of like you gotta watch it because it's a shit movie but you gotta watch it because holy shit <laughs> like is this is this is one that like really hammers into our our fucking milieu yeah like the way we do things this is this is kind of right in our wheelhouse yeah it to- it, it definitely Definitely is. Uh, so, but but before we, we roll on, I do want to give a shout-out. I know we talked about Colby, but I do want to give one more shout-out to uh, Milo Pantone, listener of the show. Uh, he sent us some new t- some of his T-shirts. Milo does a YouTube channel, so I guess I could almost say he's 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 sponsoring this show today. He's He gave us some shirts. It was very nice of him. Uh, he does a YouTube channel where he tries different uh, junk food, snack food, sodas, Candies, and he kind of gives a review, and you're like, "Well, that doesn't sound that interesting." But it's kind of interesting when it's like a six foot three, three hundred pound guy with full sleeve tattoos and a Mexican wrestling mask, and this crazy voice giving you reviews. It's pretty funny. So if you get a chance, check out Milo Pantone's YouTube page. He's got tons of videos up for different junk food, different stuff he's tried. We actually sent him a box of stuff from St. Louis. Uh, so we sent him some stuff, some St. Louis snacks, St. Louis specific stuff. He's tried them. It was a horrible horror Milo Pantone connection. It was just something fun to do. So check it out. Feel feel free to check it out, Milo Pantone on YouTube. All right. Uh, with that plug, let's uh, let's let's talk about this this 
Oh, God, it's a beautiful disaster so of a on, movie. On to Night of the Demon. Yeah, okay, this movie was released on November 24th of 1983, um, written by Jim L. Ball and Mike Williams, and it's directed by James C. Wasson, uh, or Wasson. Uh, this is his one and only movie he ever did. He never did anything after this. Uh, is that a good thing? Or that <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I kind of wish you would have done more, honestly. Um, you can find the movie right now on Amazon. It's free with a Prime account. Uh, the cast, not really nobody. Well, Who not, gives a fuck? Yeah. Uh, Professor Nuge is the main guy. is played by Michael Cutt. Uh, this was his first role ever. Uh, he's But he went on to do 46, other, uh, 46 credits. Uh, pretty much all of them are just one and done spots on TV shows. Uh, like coming as like a random weird character on this episode. Like, you're that fucking professor from Night of the Demon. <laughs> All right, you're going to be an extra in Young and Restless. Yeah. Sure, why not? Uh, that's the, And then uh, his wife, Susan Nugent, is played by Lynn Eastman Rossi. Uh, she's got eight credits for her name. She's a very small part in this movie, but she's probably got the best resume of everybody, even though it's only eight credits, but she did. She played Sally in Phantasm. And she was Sergeant Huntley in the Matthew Broderick movie I loved as a kid, Project X, about them trying to train oh, monkeys yeah. to fly. Like with, when, when they do the like the radiation testing yeah. with the monkey flight simulators. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I loved that movie as a that kid. That was a cool movie. Yeah, but so she was in that too. There was that one Goliath who smoked cigarettes? The smoke, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into the – before let's a disclaimer here about the movie itself. This movie – I mean, we could rant – throughout the entire show about this. So I'm giving you a heads up. The film quality is garbage. And like not only the off film, the charts garbage and the sound and the sound. Like it's half the movie is almost unwatchable because you can't, you just can't see what's going on. It's so dark. And the other half, you can't hear what they're saying. Cause it's, it's like so it's mumbled. underwater. Yeah. You know, muffled it. So some of these things, I might be wrong with what the people are saying. Cause you just, I'm taking a stab in the dark here. Like I'm throwing a dart at a dartboard in the, in, you know, blindfolded trying to guess what they're, what's happening. When I was watching this movie, I was watching it with my wife and you know, she's just like, Oh God, this is hard to watch. I'm like, I know I get up and I go to the fridge and she reaches for the remote deposit, you know, cause a nice wife, yeah. that's what she does. I'm like, don't fucking bother. Just don't, don't worry about it. I can't understand what the fuck they're saying. Anyway, I'm just grabbing a Mountain Dew. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. And that's really the whole because that way. You, it's hard. It's it really is. hard. Really hard. Um, so we, the movie opens in a hospital room with two doctors and like a sheriff or detective or somebody Standing around Professor Nugent, who is unconscious in the bed. Who is bandaged up like half the invisible yeah, man. Yeah, like the entire lower <laughs> half of his face is just wrapped in gauze. From like middle of the nose down, you can't see anything. Uh, so now, right from the get-go, the audio quality is fucking awful. The it, video quality is awful. I video, mean, it's all bad. It looks like a PSA from the 60s about yeah. the dangers of drugs and sex. Yeah. Like, the quality is that bad. It looks like 8 millimeter quality. And the acting would have been better in that PSA from the 60s. This is some of the most abysmal acting Ever caught a film. I mean, we've been saying that a lot lately, and I can't keep. I'm stunned that we keep well, dude, saying just, that, and then we keep, find something that keeps upping the ante more. They just keep cranking them out. It's like insane. The digger, the digger, the deeper we dig, the more we find. Yeah. Like, 
we have to really reconsider some of our past podcasts. I know. You know? It makes you think. It's like, I look back and I'm like, oh, that's actually a pretty damn good movie now compared to this. Tell me but... about it. So I think from now on, we're going to say, at this point. At this moment. At this moment, this is the worst we've seen. <laughs> yeah. But who knows, Moon Yoons? Yeah. It could turn around at any point. Um, so uh, what, what, what I did get out of this is that Nugent was in shock when he was brought into the hospital and he was ranting about the horrors that he and his students encountered and that the stories of the creature in the forest are all true. Nugent wakes up and the doctors ask him to tell the sheriff or inspector, whatever his story about what happened. And we're like, dear fucking God, this was the first acting note. I put it's just off the charts bad. Uh, and it just gets worse from here on out. Nugent begins telling his tale, starting with the background info that a girl in his class only joined the class because she wanted to find out what happened to her missing father who had gone missing a year earlier in the forest. And when his body was found, it was horribly mutilated. Now we cue flashback one and hold on to your book. This is in the inception movie. This is this whole movie is basically a flashback within a flashback. And there's flashbacks in those flashbacks. It's an insane loop of flashbacks flashback orama yeah yeah so first one we see this older man out in the forest he's sitting at his campsite getting his fishing pole ready to go fishing uh the camera changes to this first person pov and when this happens the edges of the screen are all red and the and and it, everything's a little just slightly blurry to the point where it almost gives you a headache because it, it's really at least me anyway <laughs> is that just the film quality yeah i, <laughs> I mean um, is this intentional but it just seems the, like the circular... red the red on the outsides is so yeah. we're getting like bigfoot vision yeah it's it's bigfoot vision uh very reminiscent of like the killer eye stuff we saw way back when way better um <laughs> through through the pov we see the creature walk up behind the man the man turns around leaps to his feet in fear the creature grabs the man's right arm and in silhouette we see the arm get ripped off and the amount of, and this large amount of blood just sprays the side of the tent. And this effect is pathetic. It just so like, bad. It looks like his arm was held on by Velcro. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Pop- just <laughs> pulled right off. With and ease. Then, There's and no then struggle. Someone grabbed a bucket of paint off screen and just tossed, tossed it on the, the tent. The tent. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It's so, it's comically bad. Uh, so anyway, the man takes a few stumbling steps away, falls over dead, and we watch the blood as it runs out of his shoulder through the dirt where it begins to pool in a very large footprint in the dirt. Your classic Bigfoot footprint. Yes. Roll the opening credits, which I actually was fine. I thought that was kind of cool. I was Not like, bad. okay, that's fine. For yeah. 83 Because whatever, I saw fine. the guy fall, his arm, and the blood run. I'm like, okay, where is this going? And then when it's filling in the Bigfoot print, I was yeah. like, okay, right on. Yeah. Uh, roll the opening credits. And now the music here. Oh, my oh. Lord. The music that's playing uh, in this movie becomes it, it becomes the movie becomes like a 1970s, early 80s sitcom at this point. I, I'm just expecting like, I don't know, Dr. Huxable or Rerun or somebody or Facts of Life to become popping out. It, Dude, it's, cue, cue your favorite late 70s, early 80s, like Taxi yeah, or something, you know? I, a woman, and we're taking this campus on uh, uh, of the, some school that Nugent teaches at on a bright sunny day. 
This woman drives up, parks her car. She meets a man who ex- escorts her through the campus as the overly, nearly sickening happy music plays as the wrestler credits roll. And I'm, I, I did think, think about you guys at home. I thought about you listeners, you moon goons. So I did manage to uh, record, get the audio clip of this happy, sickening happy music that is really out of place. So... <laughs> Get tied to you're gonna to go visit the dentist after this. Yeah, get so get ready for your elevator to come. <laughs> yeah, so here we go. So that music plays throughout the entire opening credits scene, and it's just, it's awful. Oh, it's setting the mood. It, it really set the mood. Like, it's not setting the mood. Like, no, the, nothing sets the mood like fun, funky flute and bongo drums. Yeah. You know? It's so out of place. <laughs> like, dude, it's, I, it's like, that's what like, your art teacher did before she became an art teacher, is just smoked so much weed <laughs> and just played the flute. It's like... I just want to teach children how to how to make art out of popsicle sticks. You know? like, God damn. So uh, the, the man, the woman, the two of them, they enter Nugent's class as he shows his students a film strip of two women having a picnic in the forest. They're waving at the unseen third person who's working the camera. And the women begin to react as they see something shocking and Mind terrifying. You, it's silent. It is. It's silent. Yes. Uh, behind the camera person. And then we see a large furry arm reach into frame, pulls the camera and the camera person down to the ground. With the camera on the ground aiming up, we see a large hairy creature walk by. And you just hear, yeah, uh, towards the women. Uh, the film reel ends, and all the students are a flutter and gasping at what they just saw. So was everything else muted? Like, yeah. you know, the audio that there was was just. <laughs> oh, God. The Bigfoot roars in this movie are. I think I did it pretty good. They're so <laughs> bad. It's, it's like the way they do it, it's almost ear piercing. Like, it's like it hurts the ears because it's like it's almost like electronically done. Instead like, of they a, turn it up to like they. they Turn the treble on it or something. Yeah, it's like just. You know? It's not like, you know, it's captured like a lion roaring or a bear or. It's like this weird, synth, like, synthesized roar that actually starts, like, hurting your ears after a while. It's really This bad. whole fucking movie yeah. hurt my ears. <laughs> so, uh, next, Nugent passes out these Xerox copies of the newspaper article about the fisherman that's gone missing uh, in the same forest where this film was shot. So, they're connecting the dots. He then introduces the woman that came in as Carla Thomas, the daughter of the killed fisherman. Uh, Carla addresses the class. She talks about how there 
is a conspiracy going on and that, that's covering up the truth about Bigfoot and what's going on up in the forest. <laughs> she should hang out with Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she tells them a story about a girl that was murdered in the forest. Now we cue flashback within a flashback, number one. Uh, we cut to a van uh, that's parked in the forest. Oh, this is my favorite scene. There is a couple having sex in the back of the van. Uh, the woman... Uh, thinks she sees something moving out the window, but instantly dude, dismisses it. Dude, this is my favorite fucking scene because they're getting at it. She's got her top off, and the guy is just working her nips. Yeah, he is. Oh, my <laughs> God, is he working those nips? <laughs> she looks over, sees Bigfoot fucking peeping top. top yeah. Ducks out of frame. She kind of goes, huh. Doesn't matter, because yeah. Johnny Boy is working my nibs. <laughs> you clearly see, like, a giant furry creature out the window, and she's like, She is, she's eh. just like, fuck it. She got zero fucks to give These about that. These nibs are getting work so good. <laughs> After a few more few more moments of sweet, tender lovemaking, the rear doors of the van get flung open, and a growling Bigfoot grabs the naked man by the ankle, drags him out of the van. Somehow... The two of them end up on top of the van, which is just fucking ridiculous if you really think about it. Because uh, <laughs> this is like a full-on 80s conversion Giant van. van Giant yeah. fucking van. It's like a good eight-foot tall and, van. Yeah, if Bigfoot's on the ground, he pulls the guy out, which means the guy would fall to the ground when he gets pulled out. But then I guess Bigfoot picks him up and they... Hoists him up there? And they jump on top of the van. It's how they end up on top of the van is ridiculous. <laughs> Who knows? Beyond imagination. Uh, so, during... During this whole thing, Bigfoot is growling and roaring. The man calls out, Debbie, Debbie. And then we just hear him groaning in pain. But I shit you not, it sounds more like the man's getting off. And it's like Bigfoot's giving him a, a, a handy to completion on top of the van. Dude, that hand has just got to be so fucking leathery and hard. Yeah. And, and through all this, the woman's just screaming in the back of the oh, van. Oh, is she screaming? Because she's, she sounds like she's, she's getting, getting off she, too. I know. She's like, ah! She's oh, 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 oh. I know it's her face. They're zooming in on her face for like a good two minutes. And her eyes are fluttering and she's oh, oh, and she starts to quiver. I'm not shitting you guys. She's quivering with pleasure. I don't understand. No, I know, but the, 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 the camera zooms on her face, like right into her eyeball. Freeze, she finds she finally freeze like freezes. Yeah, freeze frames and then fades to black. Now that's my got, favorite scene in the well, movie. I'm so glad you like that scene because you know what? <laughs> I also have the audio recording of that scene Fuck yes. to play this. So enjoy this <laughs> shit. Because you have Bigfoot roaring, you got the girl going, oh, oh, you got the guy going, Debbie, Debbie, Debbie oh, and then those oh. weird and then that synthesizer, synthesizer ear piercing noise at the same time. <laughs> There's so much going on. Uh, I hope you had good headphones because if you didn't, it's, even if you have good ones, dude, it's a 
It's a <laughs> fucking clusterfuck that happens to your ears. Yeah, it really is. Your ears are just being raped by all the shit that's <laughs> happening uh, around you. Oh, we should have given you a warning before you like. <laughs> Just buckle up your eardrums because it's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> Too late now. So, anyway, yeah, we, uh, we, and we, after that scene, we, we cut back to Nugent's, we, actually not back, we cut to Nugent's bedroom where his wife gets out of bed to greet him as he enters the room. She tries to talk him out of going on this Bigfoot hunting trip, but he's adamant about going. And that's, so that's the whole scene. We jump to Nugent and his group of students uh, along with Carla Thomas uh, on a small boat crossing a lake or going down a river. Now, these students, they're fucking interchangeable. Don't ask me their names because I don't fucking you know. You can't understand what their fucking yeah, names are anyway. Exactly. The, the sound quality is so bad. What are their names? It doesn't matter what your name is. Yes, thank you, Rock. It doesn't fucking matter what their name is. Nice. It does not matter <laughs> at all. Um... So they arrive at the spot where Carla's dad was killed. And they, uh, as they pull up to the, the, the shore, uh, they're watched by some guy who's spying on them in the bushes. Sure. Uh, now we cut to the group knocking on the door of Lou Carlson's house in the forest. Carlson answers the door holding a shotgun. And we see that this is the same man that was spying on them, uh, spying on the group in the, in the bushes. So he knows you're coming. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. It's really weird. Yeah, uh, Nugent asks to talk to Carlson for a few minutes, but he's like, "Nope, I'm off to go hunting," and he just walks away. One of the students thinks that there's something fishy going on here because Carlson left with only left without any hunting gear, just his gun, uh, which technically really that's all you need, right? Just yeah, the gun? but you still want like a backpack. You want some other equipment. You're not. I you're just guess, not going to the woods. I don't know, I'm not a hunter. I don't go hunting. Drag it back. You well, know? it depends what it is. Maybe he's going out there to get a squirrel or a rabbit. Just <laughs> or, or I don't know. You'd, you'd take more than just a gun. I would anyway. I would. I probably agree with you, but it just still like I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um. So the group decides to set up camp outside Carlson's house and wait for him to get back. Yeah, like this is kind of a bold move. I yeah, thought. <laughs> like we're just gonna like, loiter hey, at your house. Hey, we just want to talk to you. We just want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. Basically, it's like, look, he basically is saying, I don't want to talk. They're like, all right, we're gonna set up tent. Can you imagine like Jehovah's Witnesses or like the Mormons that come knock doors? Like, you don't want to talk right now? All right, we're gonna set up camp in your front yard. I'm not really a violent person, but I'd turn that fucking gun on him pretty quick and then get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That maybe, would, that'd be more, maybe the Jehovah's Witness would have more success if they just start camping out on people's <laughs> yards. Fine, I'll join. <laughs> yeah. Fuck my birthday. I don't care. Just get out of my, get out of my property. Uh, so uh, time passes. Carlson returns home. Nugent walks, uh, wants to talk to him about some letters Carlson wrote a while back concerning Bigfoot. So this guy is a guy who wrote letters about Bigfoot. Yeah. And now he's people are coming to talk about it. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Well, why uh, the fuck did you write the letters, bitch? Yeah, exactly. God damn it. Uh, and Carl's like, I'll talk to you in the morning, blah, blah, blah. And he goes inside. And they keep going. It's going to take five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to some random guy now out in the middle of nowhere, sleeping in a sleeping bag. Yeah. Uh, the man's jolted awake when Bigfoot grabs the sleeping bag and drags the man off screen. <laughs> I fucking love this so much. I fucking love this scene. Bigfoot picks up the sleeping bag with the man still inside of it, swings it wildly above his head like a fucking helicopter. While going, 
It's like that song that like, take your shirt off and swing it around your head like a like helicopter. Yeah, he's North Carolina. I forget what group that is. Yeah, I, I, was, I was always like mystical or something. But I don't know uh, if that's him or not. I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, the man's still saying sleeping bag. Uh, Bigfoot, re- and, and the whole time, it makes it seem better, is it goes back and forth between shots from behind Bigfoot with him swinging his bag over his head to POV shots of the man in the sleeping bag, which is just, so, just, just trees see, spinning around just him. Just seeing the world <laughs> spin around yeah. him. And he's going, ah, ah. <laughs> Now, he grabbed him by the feet. By the feet. I guess he's holding onto his ankles because he's not sliding out of the bag. No, he, he's not. He's like holding onto like the sleeping bag itself to make it spin like that. He would have flown. Yeah, you would think he would have flown out. right out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's very tight. in. The- Unless he's spinning with such velocity and force <laughs> that it, it, he's actually like perpetually like just stuck in there and he can't. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Bigfoot releases his grip on the bag, and it goes flying through the air. The man inside gets impaled upside down on a large broken tree branch. Blood pours down the man's face as he well, dies. He, he's upside down. Hanging upside down. It's flowing down his face, and you can see the actor getting pretty annoyed because <laughs> there's fake blood going into his, his nostrils yeah. and his eyes, and you can see him going... He's like, I better fucking hold my breath. He just stops moving. And you see more stuff just trickling into his nose. I'm like, that guy gets an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, and he's just left hanging upside down on a tree branch in this thing back. Uh, I fucking love that scene. That was pretty hilarious. Awesome. Uh, we cut back to the group sleeping in their tents now. One of the men, whose name's Roy, wakes up and gets a bottle of liquor out of his backpack. Now, Roy, I think, he's not, I don't think Roy's a student. I think he's either a TA or something. But he's way too old to be a student, and he doesn't. He's not like he doesn't he's, talk like the other students do. He, he's, he's like a partner with Newton or something. More, he's a little older. Yeah, he's a little more crafty. He's the guy who recognized that he wasn't probably hunting. He's he yeah. seems to be more on the level level with the professor. Yeah, I yeah I agree. Uh, so Roy knocks on Carlson's door. When Carlson answers, Roy's offers him the bottle as a token of their gratitude for letting them camp there. Now, Roy knows how to fucking play politics there here. He's go. just like, okay, I'm camping on your lawn. Let's let's get down to brass tacks. Let me give you some booze. Guess what? That's diplomacy right there. Yeah, it is. Uh, Carl, it works because Carlson invites them in. They share the whiskey. Uh, the two of them talk, and uh, Roy confesses that he doesn't. Here he's like, you know, I don't believe in Bigfoot, but Carlson tells him, about crazy Wanda, who lives out in the forest, saying that she has encountered the Bigfoot. Um, now we cut to Roy conveying all that information to Nugent in his tent with one of the other male students. Uh, Nugent tells him that in the morning they'll head into town to talk to townsfolk about crazy Wanda and Bigfoot and blah, blah, blah. So the next day, we're taken to Herb's, uh, Herb's general store, Whose sign, by the way, looks like it was made for a junior high dance. It's just like this piece of <laughs> painted paper or cloth on the floor. It's really shitty looking. Uh, New just buying some shit, asking the store clerk how to get to Crazy Wanda's. Uh, the clerk fills them in with some background info and warns them it's not a good idea to go that deep into the forest. The next series of scenes are just is a montage now, of students. He does mention about Crazy Wanda. She does come down to the store from time to time and she likes to buy candy. In which the professor is like, okay, give me some candy. So okay. he buys some candy there. Um, so, yeah, the next series is just a montage of, of students going around ta- town talking to the various townsfolk. Um, basically, here's the, some of the information that I actually made out of this that you kind of need to know. Is that one, there is a crazy cult in town as well. Um, 
Wanda does not speak. Um, she, she's mute now. She also had a baby that rumor has it was deformed and died shortly after birth. The leader of the cult is said to have seen the devil, which caused him to set himself on fire. Sure. And the remaining followers of are crazy fanatics who are rumored to be in a human sacrifice and keeping the cult alive. And this going. is something I didn't touch on. Did it say where this takes place? No, I don't think it, I don't remember him saying like, it's not like, Oh, the Pacific North, you know, Northeast or Northwest or not no. Appalachian mountains. I, I would think the likelihood of Bigfoot would probably be the Pacific Northwest. That's a yeah. very heavy. That's the heavy. Yeah. That's area. the big, that's what most people think. If yeah. there's a Bigfoot, that's where he's going to be. But they never say or like Canada. I never picked. Yeah, exactly. Like I never picked up where this. Yeah. Is I don't really pick place. it up. Either, but I never picked it up. I didn't think it was like to me. It didn't seem like the Pacific North. It felt definitely either. more Appalachian. It does. I yeah, felt more Appalachian. Like, like about Smoky too. Mountain kind of yeah. environment. Yeah. Um, a little more backwoods. So the group the group meets back up. They discuss what they've learned. Uh, back to the wilderness we go. Again, the group is spied on as they travel downriver, this time by a completely different guy uh, for some reason. I, I don't know. The group docks. They head off, and we jump ahead till nighttime, and the group has set up camp. They have now entered Bigfoot territory and Nuja tells them from here on out that someone has to stand guard at night. Uh, and now it made me wonder, like, did the riders just fuck up here? Because I'm pretty sure that they were already in Bigfoot country because they first arrived at the location where Carla's father was killed by Bigfoot. Bigfoot? So they've been here for a while. Um, now we're getting deeper into Bigfoot. Anyway, Nuja, yeah, Nuja starts telling them another fireside story about Bigfoot. Q flashback within a flashback number two. <laughs> we follow a solo motorcyclist as he rides through the hilly forest roads. I know we've already said this is one of my favorite scenes, but again, this, this is one of my I favorite know, scenes. Fucking... Uh, the guy turns down a dirt trail, comes to a stop. He gets off the bike, lights up a smoke, and goes he's to take like a eating piss. Eating his sandwich, yeah, he's just smoke. he's taking a break. Uh, and now this is the shot for all the ladies out there. It is. Because we get straight on shot of the guy's dick hanging out of the fly. You get full penis right here. Yeah, which is bold. It is bold. Uh, and what happens next is just crazy fucking awesome. Uh, we see Bigfoot pop up right in front of the guy. So it makes you think, like, I'm guessing he was just really, Bigfoot was just really, really pissed off because he was probably, like, taking a nap in the bushes, and then here comes some asshole and starts peeing on him? Because if you, that's the only explanation this makes, because he's standing there, and he, literally he pops up right in front of the guy pissing. So maybe this is a throwback. This made me think of Pork Chop 3, <laughs> that scene when the two doofus brothers are walking through the woods after they got kicked out of the cabin, and there was the black guy who was You're on right. the run, who <laughs> the was trying prison. to lay low in the woods and was just laying on the ground, and the one guy just started pissing on him accidentally. Yeah. Maybe that's the same thing. Maybe that's where they got the exp- the, the uh, inspiration for this. Maybe. From. Oh, Eamon Hartman, I'm gonna contact you and find out. So we've <laughs> seen the demon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've seen this. Uh, so yeah, so Bigfoot reaches up, grabs the guy by the dick, by just, the dick, just full handful of dick, and then lifts the man off the ground, high into the air, by the dick, as we see blood falling. To the ground, into the grass. Like, just just spraying. Yeah. Just spraying. Like, someone's got, like, a garden <laughs> hose of blood and just spraying it all around. Um, yeah, I remember you, like, well, like uh, the, the um, weed sprayer. Like, those little yes. knobs you spray with the yes. weed killer. That, that kind of spray. Uh, like, psh, 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 psh. 
Uh, the camera cuts to the man trying to make it back to his bike, and we get another close-up crotch shot and just an insane amount of blood just pouring, pouring out from out where this guy's ripped off dick of this little be. like meaty flesh <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. Uh, he makes it back to his bike, but he but ends up just standing there, bleeding all over Kinda his collapsing bike, collapsing on his bike yeah. as he bleeds out. <laughs> we cut back to Nugent. On his engine. <laughs> We cut back to Nugent. He says that by the time the man was found, he had bled to death. And then Nugent's like, well, all right, that's it. Let's hit the hay, everybody. Right? Let's get some shut eyes. Like, what? what a downer way. How do you send everybody off the bed like that? Like, oh, this guy got Murray guy's dick ripped off, blah, blah. All right, guys. Hit the hay. Call it a night. See you in the morning. <laughs> He's so nonchalant about it. It's we got work to do tomorrow. <laughs> With the straightest fucking face. God damn it. <laughs> so they all go to bed. Time passes. And then we see Nugent and Roy head out into the forest together. Now they come to the site of a demonic ritual where the crazy cult is wanting their demonic deity to impregnate some woman. And we see a naked man in a mask mount this woman who is laying on top of an altar the cultists all begin to close in around As the altar chanting. chanting. Like, umba ba. Yeah, umba ba. Yeah, umba e. Umba e. Yeah. I, uh, I think that was it. Yeah. Uh, Nugent, then, see, having seen enough of this, he pulls out a gun, fires two shots into the air. The, the cultists scatter, and we see that the local sheriff is one of the cultists uh, during the scene. Now, during the scattering, a gas can gets kicked over along with one of the torches they have which sets fire to this Bigfoot effigy that they had set up by the altar. Roy, not concerned about the fire at all, thinking they... Or yeah. No, he's... I'm sorry, he is concerned Roy, about... Roy goes, dude, hey we should man, put that out. That can cause a forest a fire. A massive forest fire. But Nugent's like, fuck it. That's their problem, not <laughs> That's ours. That's exactly what he's doing. We don't have the means to deal with it. Let them deal yeah, with yeah, it. We're it. out of here. Yeah. Like, so, we, sh- we should get back to the college kids we just left alone in the killer Bigfoot territory. <laughs> so, right this is the- a great fucking teacher who's responsible for these kids' well-being. Let's just rewind a little bit. <laughs> these people are practicing their religious freedoms. <laughs> Chanting now. I've never seen white people chant that fucking soulful. It's, yeah, it's very African tribe Dude, chanting. Umbaye, umbaye. Yeah. You see guys in fucking flannels, missing teeth, and fucking trucker hats. <laughs> and here they are. The woman does not seem to be scared no. or upset. In fact, she runs away with the group. Yeah. So she's part of it. They're just exercising their personal freedoms. <laughs> and here you are ruining it, causing fires. <laughs> And not doing anything about it. Not this guy's a fucking fuck. menace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back at the camp, all the kids are awake now, and they're trying to decide if they should go off looking for Roy and Nugent. But Roy and Nugent come jogging up. Uh, and to, they, to which one of the students says, we're about to play, tear this whole place apart. Yeah. Looking for you. I'm like, tear apart the entire forest. Yeah, like how do you t- yeah. tear apart the forest? It's <laughs> a really poor choice of words, yeah, my friend. Is. You're a college student. Uh, so, uh, Roy Nugent come, they, they fill the group in on what happened, but Nugent again, downplays it so much. So he chill. makes it seem like a demonic cult sex rape ritual is as commonplace as watching paint dry. Dude. He's so, it's like, yeah, you know, whatever. They it's were like, going to, they were probably going to rape this woman and you know, I broke it up. Yeah, but no big deal. Like, no, uh, let's, you know. we should probably turn in. We got a big, yeah, we got to go back to bed. Yeah. 
So while they're standing around <laughs> talking, the camera changes to the Bigfoot, Bigfoot POV as uh, Bigfoot watches them from the darkness. We cut to Nugent's wife having a nightmare of Bigfoot killing Nugent that night in his tent. Uh, but that it just, yeah, it's yeah. just a nightmare. We, nothing. And we go back to the group the next morning. They find out that their boat has now gone missing, that it was completely ripped off the ground. They find Bigfoot tracks in the mud, and we also learn that all their guns and ammo were in the boat and are also now gone, which is just plain fucking stupidity on their behalf because to leave the stuff, for them to even leave that in the boat in the first place. It's pretty bush league. It's like, that's shit you should be keeping on you at all times. When you're hunting a killer Bigfoot, you should keep the guns next to you not on the boat like my like we, how far away they are they but they are literally <laughs> hunting the mythological bigfoot yeah the great ape the lost connect like wow the criminal of the criminal of the cryptozoology world. yes very good <laughs> and you leave your fucking guns in the boat <laughs> yeah exposed to the elements yeah fuck you you uh, deserve to have exactly, your boat taken yeah, away so fucking Bo- dumb. bigfoot saw that and goes no, no. <laughs> these, these days don't deserve it. Uh, this is too easy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and they're like, they keep talking about Bigfoot much as a picked up the boat and carried it off above his head. So, fuck you. Yeah, he fuck. just unleashed it and let him go down river. Probably. <laughs> but that's what they go, not like, oh, they, uh, you know, it just flowed down river. No, that, that, that's what their conclusion is. Bigfoot must have picked up the boat and carried it over his head. Off into the woods somewhere. Because that's what Bigfoot does. Yeah. Well, he did do that to the fucking guy in the van. <laughs> uh, the group starts hiking further into the hilly forest. Again, they set up camp uh, when night falls. And we get more filler of them talking about Bigfoot and the tracks that they found. Um, next, we watch a conversation between one of the girls and one of the guys. And for some weird-ass reason, the camera just cuts back and forth and focuses on their eyes. Like it's just a close up of their eyes as they have this conversation back and forth, yeah. which is a really odd choice. Uh, really fucking weird. Especially since one the audio quality is awful, but I've never seen this choice. Well, is in this a, when they're playing chess? And yeah. They're like it's like, they're, yeah, they're, kinda they're, getting they're, they're kind of flirty and playing flirty chess. And, uh, yeah. Getting flirty and yeah. They remember the chess yeah. set, but not the guns, by the way. <laughs> Got to keep ourselves entertained. Jesus. All they have is a shitty boombox that just plays elevator music <laughs> and a chessboard. But I just, I just find it so weird of a choice to have just like the eyes go back and forth between then. So anyway, uh, we cut to that couple making out in a sleeping bag, like a little ways away from camp. And um, I'm pretty sure it's, you know, like I said, I think it's the same too. Uh, but it's so goddamn dark. I can't really tell what's happening. All I can make out is like the blue of the sleeping bag. And, and all you it. saw earlier were their fucking eyes. Yeah. So we get more Bigfoot POV, more making out, more Bigfoot POV. Bigfoot roars and then scratches the man down his back, leaving like bloody scratch marks from his claws. Uh, again, when the man like kind of pushes up in pain or kind of like raises up, it really looks more like he's just he's coming than he's just got attacked by Bigfoot. Like he's pushing up like Yeah, yeah and like it's like that was he fight. thinking the girl's so in it, maybe she scratched his back and he's like, Fuck yeah! yeah it's, like, it's so <laughs> so bad. It, it, it it's what's awful. happening. Yeah. Um so the sounds of the woman screaming alert the rest of the group who come running in to help. 
Uh, Nugent does his best to patch up the male student's back while the girl cries about seeing a terrible face in the dark. The next morning, they look for tracks and traces of Bigfoot. During this, Roy comes up with a theory that the cultists worship Bigfoot as a deity because they think that he's not just protecting his territory from outsiders, but protecting them as well. What? The, how has he come up with this? Protecting them from outsiders? Yeah. Like, well, you're the outsiders then. Yeah, like he, they would be the outsiders. Like, it's, yeah, I don't. Like, it's a it's a leap, it's, yeah, it's, but I, I whatever. Don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get it either. If uh, you want to protect your town from outsiders, just be dicks. <laughs> just be like, no, we don't have anything entertaining and anything fun. We don't have fancy sports. Just put up one of those signs, you know, like you know, entering pop, you know, shit town population. This outsiders, fuck you, or yeah, you know, not, not welcome, welcome, or something like that. Yeah, go on, get. get. It just says <laughs> that population. Get. Bloomdale, go on, get, get, <laughs> G-I-T, get. <laughs> um, so we get more hiking scenes as the group heads out to look for crazy Wanda's place. Eventually, they come to Wanda's cabin, which they notice has bars on the windows and two marked graves in her yard nearby. Nugent knocks on the door. The woman opens the peephole in the door. Uh, Nugent introduces himself and asks if they can talk to her. And rest here for a few hours. Uh, Wanda opens the door, lets them in. But After she, she was bribed with candy. Yeah, she never speaks. Uh, turns out that Wanda is the same woman that was about to get raped in that ritual they saw. Right. Uh, while Nugent talks to her about Bigfoot, uh, one of the students shows her a plaster mold of one of Bigfoot's pr- footprints that they made. And Wanda freaks out. She starts screaming. She breaks the mold, locks herself in her bedroom. Nuge is like, all right, guys, wait outside. I'll take care of this. Cut tonight. Another scene of them hanging out around a campfire talking. Uh, we do learn that the guy who got his back torn up is named Gary. Uh, Nugent tells them another horrible bedtime story. Cueing flashback and then flashback number three. This one's about a lone woodsman who was found horribly mutilated. So we watch as the woodman cuts, chops up wood out in the middle of nowhere. He takes a break from chopping, sets his axe down, turns around to wipe his face off with a <laughs> handkerchief. When he turns back, his axe is gone. And the music is so shocking. Yeah. <laughs> he's just cutting. He's cutting away. And there's like a little bit of brush behind him. It's not like thick wood. Yeah, it's not very thick. It's not like, he's not like deep in the forest. He's on a, like a prairie with like some brush behind him. Chopping some wood. Puts the axe down, turns around for two seconds. Two seconds. Looks back and the axe is gone and the music goes. <laughs> your ears just start bleeding. <laughs> Immediately, your ears just start bleeding. Yeah. Uh, so Bigfoot then pops up with the axe. Wielding the axe. Bigfoot is now wielding an axe. Raises the axe above his head. Brings it down right into the wood, woodsman's collarbone. Now, what follows is one of the worst and longest drawn-out death scenes what? ever captured on film. Why? It's, it, I swear to God, it's like a minute long. And this guy is going twitch, like twitching, going, uh, uh, yeah, uh, 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 And on before he finally from, from it really looks like the most superficial 
wound to the collarbone <laughs> shoulder like, area. I don't think this would fucking hurt, but I don't think sure. that would kill you. It's not that deep. No. It looks like he got whacked pretty good by the axe. It didn't stick into him. It didn't go deep into his chest. It would fucking hurt. I'd be like, God damn it. Oh, God. I'd be screaming and running away. Yeah. But he, as Marshall so brilliantly done, displayed the fucking death scene of the year. It was ridiculous. It is. I mean, we made fun of uh, 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 the death scene of the mutilator when the guy got killed by the, the boat oh. motor. Yeah, but this one's worse than that. This <laughs> one's—it's longer and it's so much worse. But uh, the man finally stops twitching, falls over dead, and then why did he die from that? I know. I don't. It's, it's like a trickle of blood. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Maybe he didn't die because Bigfoot then brings the axe down again as it, as it well, he out. fell down. Yeah, and Bigfoot's like, I'm not done, bitch. Yeah. Whack, 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 whack. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we cut back to Nugent, who tells the students that the woodsman's head was crushed by his own axe, and that this happened in the same area that the two Girl Scouts disappeared. So you know what's about to happen. Yep. You guessed it. Cue flashback within flashback number four, as we see two teenage girls that are way too fucking old to be Girl Scouts. Whoa, these are hot-ass Girl Scouts. Way too old to be They're Girl like Scouts. They're like college-age yes. Girl Scouts. Wandering around, lost in the forest. So they're not very good at Girl Scouts either. Yeah. And but they are straight up repping Girl Scouts of America t shirts. Yeah, yeah. They're it's 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 the pure it's the logo. Yeah. And I bet you anything you could never get away with that shit today. Oh no, that's never get away with that shit. Yeah, you won't get it. So we watched them wander through the forest for way too long. <laughs> Tell me way about it. Way too long. Bigfoot roars. This scares the girls who run off. And what I mean by run off is, I mean, clumsily, somewhat quickly walk away as they get slowly chased by Bigfoot. I was going to say clumsily jog. It, quickly at, at walk, best. clumsily jog. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, now one of the girls has a knife now, by the way, uh, which just appears out of thin air. And somehow, even though Bigfoot is behind them this whole time, they manage to run straight into him. Like, just, just like well, humanoids from the deep. That scene on the beach when the girl's running away and just runs right into the humanoid monster. Yeah, like you would Same see him thing. From a mile away. They just run and just like look at behind them, and if they just glance forward, they would have. They just run right into Bigfoot. But Bigfoot physically run right into yeah, him. They physically do. They bump into Bigfoot. He's not doing anything. He's just standing there. Yeah. And, Excuse uh, me, Girl now, Scouts. This is gonna be kind of hard to explain because it's fucking. This is so dumb. It's fucking retarded. Uh, Bigfoot grabs each girl by the wrist and then begins to pull them back and forth, causing them to smack repeatedly into each other. And since one of them has a knife in her hand, the knife slashes up the other girl as they get yanked around. But now that you other see girls that both is holding a knife. Yeah, now, so they now they the both other have, have knives. knives. Yeah. And Bigfoot is holding each arm with each knifed girl. Yeah. And he's basically making them stab it's each like, it's other. It's like, why are you punching yourself? Why are you punching yes. yourself? Why are you stabbing yourself? Yeah. Why are you stabbing her? Why are you stabbing her? Why are yeah, you stabbing her? He's, he's making them stab each other. Yeah. But it's so poorly done because it's not really stabbing. Knives are just kind of like slicing, slicing their like, arms. Like, like just like. Flesh wounds, like this nicking them. Well, you know, you've heard death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, I mean, they're getting sliced up pretty good. But still, just seeing that, bitch, open your hand. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> you want to stop this? Drop the drop, fucking knife. Drop the fucking. That's knife. all you gotta do. Yes, he's got a hold of your wrist. Yes, he can't get away. 
You want to start the stabbing? Open your hand. Yeah. Drop the knife. Or, Nothing's keeping you or holding even, on. Even if you could, I mean, in that situation, I think you could pull this. You have one hand holding that that's completely free. You could use your free hand, take the knife out of the hand. Well, that's even better. And then stab Bigfoot with him. Like that's see, that's more ingenious. This is so easy. Like this is such a dumbass kill that could have been like avoided. Yeah, they would have taken some, you know, uh, cut damage, but you could have either gotten up, stabbed Bigfoot, you know. Both of them could have stabbed Bigfoot by just change, taking the other hand and putting the knife in it and stabbing That's Bigfoot. What good Girl Scouts would do. Yeah, these are shitty Girl Scouts. Dude, it kind of reminds me of another Bigfoot-esque movie we watched. Of Swamp Ape. Swamp Ape, yeah. That scene where the guys are holding a chain, tries to hit Bigfoot <laughs> with a chain, and he's just holding it with his hand. Yeah. And Bigfoot, Swamp Ape yanks it so hard. And the guy's arm rips off. But it, he just would have pulled it out of his hand. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. <laughs> So, uh, eventually the girls die. Because they just stabbed each other yeah. again. And they die on top of each other. It's like, they would have died. Like, it's like Bigfoot, they would have just dropped dead. And so Bigfoot would have like, pick up the one girl and put her on just top of the other one. Pile of girls. Pile, yeah. Uh, we cut back to Nugent, who wraps up the story and tells him that Bigfoot is... <laughs> Time to go like, to bed. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, <laughs> yeah, but he's like, Bigfoot's not playing games anymore. Like... Also, like this, now he's turning it up a notch. Like he was just playing games before, and he's like the other dads. Meh. But when he stabbing chicks to death with their own knife, he ain't playing games now. He ain't playing games. And then again, he says, "And now from here on out, we have to have somebody stand guard," which he already said, which I guess they weren't doing before. But now he says it again. Uh, so fucking a who, fucking knows. Um. One of the male students steals a shotgun from Wanda's house. By the way, he like breaks into her house at night, takes a shotgun from her house. Asshole. Time passes. Carla is on guard duty. Again, the film is so goddamn darker. I can't really tell what's it's happening. It's really dark. But all I, I don't know what she's doing. But we see Roy get up and uh, he goes to look at the grave markers while getting spied on by Bigfoot with that, his Bigfoot vision. Yeah. <laughs> now we jump to Pete who is one of the students, I think he's one of the blind, I don't know, he's one. Of the, he's the one who stole the shotgun. Uh, he's sitting by his lantern, and he hears something in the woods. So instead of waking the others up, because he's on guard duty and warning them, he goes off into the darkness by himself. As a good guard does. Yeah, so of course Bigfoot gets the drop on him. He can't see shit here, but we hear the shotgun go off, which wakes up the others who bolt out of their tents. They all grab flashlights. It kind of looked like Bigfoot smashed his face into a tree. I had no idea what happened. I couldn't see anything. kind of what it looked like. Uh, So, yeah, everybody else wakes up, grab flashlights. They run off to look for Pete. They find a tree covered in blood. So that wouldn't make sense if that happened. But no, Pete. Pete's gone. So deeper into the dark forest they go. Growling is heard. And we just cut to the next morning. That's it. Just back to the... And the blonde girl is scared. She wants to leave before something else yeah, happens to the dude, rest of them. They Making look, sense. That makes sense. Sure. And they look chill as fuck, though. Yeah, they do. But, they are just, oh, man, fucking Pete. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's the only one that's showing like, any like fear. And Nugent and Roy, they come back saying, ah, we lost the tracks. And Nugent... Can't find them. And he Nugent decides, instead of leaving and not putting the rest of his team in danger, which are college students he's responsible for... And one is gone. And one is now and missing. Presumed dead. Which they should go get help for. Presumed dead. Yeah. He's 
going to stick around and hypnotize Wanda so With they the can get her. the fucking key to a Honda Civic from <laughs> 1981. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? So they can get her to talk, but surprisingly, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it didn't work. This teacher is awful. I know. How does he have a job at the school? He's the villain. He is the villain. He's breaking up religious ceremonies. None of this stuff, nobody would die. None of these kids would die if it wasn't for him. He's horrible. Maybe Pete. Maybe Pete. Because he goes off. But if, if he doesn't take him into the woods, they don't die. If he, even if Pete goes, he's like, all right, we, fuck it. We're Mississippi. We have to go, we have to go back and get help. The rest of them are fine. Oh, he's harassing a traumatized woman <laughs> yeah. in the woods. He just wants to be left alone. This guy's the fucking worst. Yeah, he is. Um... <laughs> So, uh, they, they finally do get a reaction from Carla when Carla starts to pick at a locked door in her house. Nugent tries to get Wanda to tell them what's behind the door. Getting no answer, Nugent tells two of his students to restrain Wanda yes! while he breaks the door open. And she's screaming like, ah! And she's she like, hold her still! <laughs> You're gonna have to hold her. He's saying that right in front of her like she can't understand. I guess she can't. I don't she can't understand. She doesn't speak, but it's like, what oh. the fuck? <laughs> Fucking monster. This guy's just on a rampage now. He's like, do what the fuck he wants to do. Uh, so he gets the door open and he goes inside. I love this part because I'm ex- he's, it's a locked door. She's always looking at it. He breaks it open and he says, oh, he recoils. Yeah, from a and, smell. And, and he goes, oh, my God, you're going to need a gas mask to go in here. So I'm thinking dead bodies. Dead bodies, exactly. Rotting corpses, something nasty. Yeah, he goes in. Wanda, he just runs in then. Ronda runs in. The whole, everyone screaming. runs in. Yeah. They're freaking out. The rest of the room goes into, and all they find in the room is a dirty, shitty bedroom. It's just with covered in cobwebs, boarded and, up old room, and a little makeshift shrine to like the like Virgin Mary stuff. He bursts in and goes, "Mother of God!" Yeah, and yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, just pictures of the Virgin, Virgin Mary, Mary and like a little statue mother, of her. On mother a of God. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, You're right. It's just cobwebs, an old bed. Yeah. And the mother of God. And, and Wanda begins crying and saying, my baby, my baby, over and over. Is that what she's saying? Yeah. I couldn't fucking tell because the yeah. sound quality is so bad. The camera pans around the cobweb-covered room in the shrine, and we see a dirty old bed and an old painting of a mother holding a baby. That's the whole... Mother, I don't know what the smell would have been. Mother of God. And that's just boarded up for so long. It's that so just, musty in yeah. here. Uh we cut to Nugent, who has now successfully hypnotized Wanda with his Honda Civic keys there or whatever it was. Uh, he takes her back to when she was 15 years old. So, again, cue up a flashback. Num- I think this is number five now. Number I think. five. Yeah. And this is coming from... Yeah. Uh, so, we see Wanda sitting creekside by with some random guy, with a boy. And we get a <laughs> really fat... Like, that's it. Like, yeah. See him there for like, like two seconds and, and then boom. so innocent. Yeah. You know, it's like this... like. The fucking happy music that was playing in the beginning, I think yeah. it's playing again here. Could be. And they're like holding hands. But it's, it's so quick. By it's, a stream. Yeah, a whole, a stream. Like flowers. It's like the most innocent like love kind of like yeah. you ever see. But we cut to Wanda the, then getting brutally beaten by her belt. father who calls her a stinking lying whore. So that's the whore thing yeah. she did? 
hold hands yeah. with a boy by a stream? Yeah. She, Jesus <laughs> Christ. She, she begs him to stop saying, I didn't do anything. I swear, Papa, I didn't do anything. Fuck. But Daddy Dearest won't hear it. And he beats her some more, saying to her, I'm saving your soul, you ungrateful bitch. Jump to Wanda now praying at her shrine for forgiveness God, uh, for whatever her father thinks she did. She's like, I don't even know what I did, but forgive me for it just, anyway. And she's like ne- beyond kneeling. She's lying on the floor yeah, praying. She can't get any lower. Um, exactly, yeah. Uh, her father enters and orders her out of this holy place. It's how a fucking dirty bed. dare it's you try to repent and ask for forgiveness? Yeah, like how dare you? Because isn't God supposed to be an well, accepting the, forgiveness? Yeah, and the father is supposed to be a preacher, too. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, we, that's a, he, he's supposed to be a preacher. Oh, fuck that guy. And Well, we also found out that he's the preacher, and he was the one who founded the cult. Like, he's the leader oh, of the cult, and okay. when he died, the cult continued on. So, <laughs> excuse me. We jump ahead to nighttime now. Storm rolls in. We're still in the flashback here, by the way. Yes. Storm rolls in. Wanda's hiding in the bushes for some reason. We don't know. Well, she's she, just in the bushes. Well, fuck, she doesn't want to get beaten anymore. Yeah, but I'm just like, yeah, she's just in the bushes. Bigfoot appears. I think he stands here looking at her, but again, yeah, it's so he, dark, I can't see shit. But I think he's just looking right at her. He's giving her googly eyes, I think. Like, hey, what's up, Wanda? And <laughs> We get some of the shittiest lighting effects I've ever seen right here. It's so bad. Yeah, I don't so bad. I don't understand how it was done. I don't either. Because it's, it's not so, drawn. Yeah, it's so poetic. It's not real lighting. Like, I don't know how they did it either. It's not movie magic. Like, oh, how did they do that? It's movie shit. Like, how did they do it? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what the what fuck, fuck did, did they, they do? do? <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> it's a perfect point. It's not movie magic. It's movie what the fuck. <laughs> Wanda runs off screaming for her dad to help her as Bigfoot chases after he's, her. She's I, think, I still can't really see anything. But for her father yeah, like, to save yeah, her. Yeah, save me, daddy, save me. Wanda falls to the ground. Yeah, buckle now up. Now get ready for a purely insane fucking scene. Bigfoot mounts Wanda and rapes her. While That's she, not the end of it. No, that, that gets worse than while this. While she's screaming. Yeah. Screaming for help. She's getting raped by Bigfoot. The father hears this, comes out of the house, shotgun in hand. Less than 10 feet away yes. from the steps of her home. Now, instead of helping his daughter, who's getting raped by a giant hairy monster only feet in front of him. Clear shot for days. He fucking stands there and watches as Wanda screams and gets raped. And he says, you he, deserve yes, this. Yes, he even says that. He says, you deserve you this. You deserve this. The father stands there watching and waiting for Bigfoot to finish. Bigfoot comes <laughs> and then the father shoots Bigfoot. Could you imagine what Bigfoot loads are like? Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. It, would be, it would be like the exploding cum from Night of, Night of Something Strange. It would just erupts like a <laughs> paint can of cum just coming up. Super Soaker 5000. So that's it. We cut to the father now praying at the little shrine while a now pregnant Wanda watches from the other room. Pregnant. Pregnant. Yes. The father asks God to cast it out of her to burst her belly with fire and to grant him the strength to force his daughter, uh, uh, force his daughter of hell to drink the medicine that will kill the demon child inside of her. So they show a scene of him giving her a elixir, if yeah. you will, 
to abort to kill the yeah, fetus. Yeah, it's kind of a montage. And here. she chugs this she up. Takes and a she's, sip and then she's spits trying it out. to not. It's so gross, but he's forcing her to drink it. But that doesn't do it because he's still. She's still. Yeah, she's still pregnant. Move, still pregnant, and so, she's, we move into yeah, the next we get, scene. Like, this whole prayer is long, and it's a montage through this whole prayer. And the next scene, the fires continue this prayer as uh, we see. Yeah, wine drink the mess, and then we see. For some reason, Juan is like walking out carrying large pieces of wood, like she's just doing manual labor now. She's doing like kung fu training, yeah, or something. I don't know, like pie maze in the background. Yeah. Or um, the father says that he can hear the evil demon that put the child in his daughter lurking around the forest, waiting for the birth of its unholy offspring. He ends the prayer saying that Bigfoot or God, either one of them really, can, <laughs> can kill the baby. Bigfoot. God, honestly, they're in the same boat for me. Just one of you kill the baby, and if you want, take my daughter too. If you want to, I don't really care. That's basically what he says you in this prayer. All of this could have been solved if you just would have fucking shot Bigfoot, Bigfoot. when she start, he started raping your that daughter. That is the most vile thing I've ever seen in a movie. Like, what father is supposed to be making watches his daughter get raped by a monster, monster and says you deserve this? And yes. Basically because she was caught holding hands with a, an actual human being by a river. Or, and so he gave she, her wildflowers, too. I, this <laughs> is the most sickening thing I've ever seen in a movie. Cut to Wanda in bed, sweating, screaming in pain. as she She's in labor, giving birth to the baby. This scene goes on for a long yeah, time. Yeah, the father stands over her, watching and praying, but doing nothing to help her. With one final scream, Wanda gives birth, and the room falls silent. Until we hear the screeching cries of the baby, which sound more like monkey screeches. Like, like very howler, much, like, very, very, very monkey, howler monkey yeah, very baboon yeah. kind of sound. Yeah. yeah, the father takes the blood and goo-covered baby, lifts it high above his head like baby Simba. I was thinking the same and, fucking yeah. thing, like Rafiki lifting up Simba. Yeah. yeah, and the camera zooms in on the baby, but again, it's so dark you can't really make out much of the baby that's supposed to be all deformed and weird. It's, but it's, it's just, covered in blood. It's just, it's just a go- bloody it's just baby dark, doll. Bloody Blob. It's, yeah. yeah, you don't can't tell anything. Um, now we jump back to the present. So flashback finally ends. Jesus. Or it's not really the present because it's still a flashback. But uh, Wanda's screaming, please don't kill it. I want my baby. Nuji and Roy snap her out of the hypnosis and tell her that when she wakes up, she'll be able to speak again. Wanda wakes up, goes into the once locked room, closes the door behind her, leaving the group to discuss her story amongst themselves. Nugent mentions that some species are able to interbreed like a horse and a donkey, but usually their offspring is deformed. Um, wanting to know for sure if, if her tale is true, they decide to dig up the graves outside of her house. Fucking monsters! I know, they're, now they're digging up graves. It's like, Dude, they basically kidnapped this woman. Yeah, hold her against her will. Holding her hostage in her own home. Hypnotize her. To, have her, like, spill Re- her guts. Like, relive the most traumatizing event in her life. Then they're going to go dig up the graves outside of her house. He is a he is a fucking monster. He's more of a monster than Bigfoot. I'm cheering for Bigfoot now, man. What the fuck? So, Jesus Christ. Uh, meanwhile, inside, the blonde girl is trying to get Wanda to help them find their way back into town. Since Gary's back is starting to heal up, they can move now. But she, she doesn't get anywhere with Wanda. Outside, Nugent, Roy, and Carla... They're digging up the grave. They unearth a tiny wooden box. They open it up and find the deformed skeleton of the baby, which 
because the pig's craw is so bad, it looks more like a horse skull to me. Dude, it's just a fucking skull. It looks like a horse skull. But like it's, it's, it's this giant yeah. skull. It's no way a baby skull. It's not a Bigfoot skull. No. It's like you said, it's like a small like horse, a horse skull yeah. or something. Or a, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. I thought it was sense. maybe like a wolf or something. Like, yeah. Like, like, a, it's, like it's a very long. It's, it's a very long, long. It's a snout yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck very is that? Very long jawbone or something. Wait, wait, hold on. Is this supposed to be the baby? Yeah. Skeleton? This is a skull it's a by skull. itself, a singular skull. Which, no, by the way, the skull itself is bigger than the baby we see. It's fu- It's about the size of the baby. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. No sense. I'm like, what the fuck is this supposed to be? Yeah. It's the head of something. I totally agree. It, it's it's. And they're like, no they're like, sense. they're like, Eureka! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> found we it. have proof. We have like, proof. What the fuck is that? <laughs> That's not proof of anything. <laughs> Assholes. That's proof like somebody decapitated a buried a decapitated <laughs> horse head maybe, but that's about it. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Carla screams as from out of nowhere, Bigfoot pops up and charges them. Yeah, he does. In daylight. In the middle of the daylight, too. Uh, no, great. it's nighttime. This Fuck, is nighttime. I can't even remember. This is nighttime. Uh, they, char- they run into the house and do their best to uh, hold the front door closed. Uh, they... Gary grabs the gun and is about to shoot Bigfoot through the window, but Wanda pulls his arms down right as he pulls the trigger. Bigfoot stops banging on the door. All falls silent. The group gathers around the window looking out, but they don't see anything. The blonde girl is freaking out, wanting to leave, but Nugent calms her down, saying we can't leave in the middle of the night with Bigfoot out there. You know, it's stupid. So time passes. The group is now sitting on the floor, gathered around a pile of junk, just random junk that Wanda says are presents that Bigfoot leaves outside of her front door. Yeah. It's like an old diet Coke bottle, a brush, like a pan, piece of, piece of metal. Yeah. yeah it's just like a random stu- weird shit. Shiny objects. It's probably Bigfoot. shit he stole off all the people he's killing. <laughs> shiny objects, big th- yeah, things she like. Yeah. Um, so Nugent is fascinated by this and Roy chimes in saying that Bigfoot knew that, that, Oh, hard. He knew that 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 dead baby was his. <laughs> Too many that, but yeah. So he knew. But he's saying Bigfoot knew that the so baby when they dug we dug up, up dead baby. Yeah, Bigfoot was pissed. pissed yeah. Um. Uh. So which Nugent says was a last. Nugent says, "I bet that was a last ditch effort to save his species from extinction by producing one more offspring, even if it was a half breed." Fascinating. 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 Roy asks about the cultist who followed Wanda's father and why her father burnt himself to death. Wanda stands up, turns the face of the group and says, I burnt him. I burnt him because he killed my baby. We get another flashback of the father locked behind some wooden door. Yeah, as fire rages and burns. We see the father's hand burst through the flaming door. Which is horribly burnt like and blistered. Skeletal. Yeah, it's so. But it looks more like an alien's hand now than a human hand. It's so messed up from like melting flesh and all that. Wanda again says that she killed her father because he killed her baby, and and to save the baby's father, the, she then goes into her room and closes the door. The blonde girl hears a noise from outside. She opens the peephole into the door. She screams for Nugent. Nugent rushes over, flings the front door open, and there hanging upside down is the dead body of Pete, which has one of his eyes dangling from his optical nerve like out of his skull. Sweet. They cut the body down and bring it inside. And I can't just, I'm real quick, Ahmed, Bigfoot must be quite the knotsmith, if you will. 
Uh, maybe he's a Boy Scout. He learned something from those Girl Scouts yeah, where he killed him because the, knot, the, the knots and the way he had to tie his body up is pretty elaborate. I think he's a sheep shank. <laughs> he uses a sheep shank knot. It's yeah. pretty impressive regardless. Um, so Maybe a bowlin. Nugent, uh, <laughs> um, Nugent begins pacing back and forth while wondering, wondering why Biggie did this. And now what happens from here on out Maybe the single greatest scene or sequences ever put on film. It is off the charts, crazy bonkers. You sold this pretty. You, you really just sold this. You know this, right? You yeah. sold this pretty. I'm sorry. Listen it's, to what you just said. I know what I said. The greatest, <laughs> possibly the greatest <laughs> sequence of scenes ever accumulated in a film ever. Yes, that's that's a pretty big sell, buddy. So. It's drawn out, but it's oh, it's so it's fucking amazing, dude. One of Bigfoot's hands comes crashing through the window as Nugent walks by, cutting Nugent on the shoulder. He falls to the floor. Biggie begins to rip at the bars on the window. Okay, call him Biggie. Yeah, as the group tries to barricade the windows and the door, Nugent gets up, grabs the hot fire poker from the fire, stabs it through the people in the door. Biggie roars in pain. And then the poker just gets yanked through the peephole. Next, Biggie Bigfoot breaks another window, grabs Roy, and tries to pull him through the window. Nugent is able to save Roy, but Roy is badly hurt. His arm's you know, all ripped it's up. All sh- I thought but, for sure that arm was coming off. Yeah. Considering we've seen an arm come off like Velcro so, yeah, the already. Yeah. I was like, here's another one. Uh, Nugent lays Roy on the couch while the girls are just throwing all sorts of shit at the windows. Just anything they get their hands on, they're just throwing out the window. Wanda walks out of her room, sits in a rocking chair in the middle of this room with all, this, all this ruckus. Chaos is just ensuing by her. There's people running behind her, people screaming, Bigfoot's roaring, people are bleeding. Shit's flying around yeah, the room. And she just sits down right in the middle of it. Um, and in this middle of this chaos, Gary, instead of trying to barricade doors or throw shit at Bigfoot or help Roy who's bleeding, Gary is snapping pictures yes, of all this. Yes, Uh So... He's not even, yeah, he's rampaging beast. He's not fending it off. He's taking pictures. Biggie apparently does not like having his picture taken because he lashes out at Gary through a window, knocks the camera out of his hand, which breaks when it hits the floor. So uh, I guess that's what I see. Oh, the, 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 uh, the visual, visual evidence is, is, yeah, is ruined. Bigfoot now finally breaks into the house by climbing through a broken window. And this is the first time we see all of Bigfoot. And all I honestly, of his Bigfoot glory. And honestly, it's not for she. This movie is it's not bad looking. It's pretty. It's pretty well done. Uh, I'm actually surprised about how good the Bigfoot looks for the sheeness of this movie because when we compare it, like you brought up Swampy, it looks like Oscar worthy special effects maker compared to Swampy. <laughs> it it's so much better than Swamp Apes. Like well, trash. He bag, looks a little too outfit. human for me. He, yeah, I was gonna say it's very. He's he's not as he's not. They didn't do the the, the very like. Uh, simian apish Bigfoot everything he's very he's very more Neanderthalish like he's the he's like the missing link really he is he got the, the prominent brow he's brown skin but lots of brown fur uh, very more Neanderthal than Simeon Ape. It just looks like they took a tall black guy and put him in makeup. And maybe that's know, all like they just, was, that could be what they yeah. did, but I'm still saying it looked better than I expected for this movie. Yeah. And they still look better than fucking Swamp Ape did. True. I well, hey, Swamp Ape was a whole different thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, so now, like I said, this is still a great scene. Now, from here on out, 
everything we see is in slow, slow motion. motion. Everything. Everything's in slow motion. Wrap your heads around that. Yes. We have five people who are still alive, right. and everything's in slow motion. motion. So the group flees into a different room, but Biggie grabs Carla by the neck before she can get into the room. In slow motion. motion. The others, instead of trying to help Carla, they fuck it. <laughs> Slam the door closed, leaving her yeah. to suffer Biggie's they, wrath. They had zero fucks to give about her. No. They're just like, sorry, bitch. You're so done. Bigfoot strangles Carla so hard with one hand that she begins bleeding from the mouth as she's just yanked she's around like a rag doll. Puking up blood yeah. in slow oh, motion. I'm going to keep saying that because yeah. I want to emphasize. You can't emphasize enough. It's, it's insane. It's crazy. Biggie easily then bursts into the room. Oh, they they did... show the four people like putting their body weight against the door. Yeah. But they all go flying back. Then like, he boom. just bursts the door in slow, slow motion. motion. Uh, so he grabs Gary, tosses him around a bit before tossing Gary onto a giant, one of those giant two-person like lumberjack saws. Which, yeah. why is that in the house to begin with? There's, I don't have no yeah, idea. Well, like the... the, the, the the teeth on the saw yeah. are so big. It's those giant, it's giant like, like two to cut down a tree. proper yeah. tree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the teeth of the saw blade rip Gary open across the stomach. Gary falls to the floor, but Biggie's not finished with no. Gary yet. Bigfoot reaches down with one hand, digs its fingers into the bleeding open gash across Gary's stomach and begins to pull out all of Gary's intestines and innards. And then, in slow motion, he starts waving and whipping Gary's intestines around like a rhythmic gymnast doing her ribbon routine. Dude, it's so crazy because he's waving it from one side to the other. And then from one... It's like, it doesn't... It goes on for a minute. He's like... Dude, when I saw this, I was thinking, hip-hop, hooray! I know! Wave your hands in the air like, just don't care! Hey! Oh, it's like, he's just... And he's swinging innards. And it's in slow motion. It's incredible. It's so so incredible, though. It's hilarious. (laughs) So, Gary's dead. Roy attacks Bigfoot from behind, but does absolutely nothing but piss Biggie off more. Bigfoot grabs Roy, launches him through a window head first. Bigfoot then grabs the back of Roy's head and drags it back and forth against a broken shard of glass that's still in the window frame nearly decapitating Roy again in slow motion it was so distracting though because it was in such slow motion and in such close up and the picture quality is so oh, bad it's, it's so bad I just couldn't tell exactly what was happening I assumed that's what was happening I was hoping they were going to do a decapitation like yeah. just, but they they're did. just going to saw his head right yeah, off I really thought that would be great um, yeah. So the blonde female student, she's still alive. She tries to sneak out of the room while Bigfoot's busy killing Roy. Uh, Nothing Roy- is slower than seeing a bitch try to tiptoe out of a room in slow <laughs> motion. motion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Bigfoot's on her. He quickly turns around, grabs her. He throttles her around, like again, like a ragdoll, just throttles her back and forth. He then picks up a pitchfork, which again, why are these things yeah, in the house? Like, I don't know. And drives it through the girl's back, the prong stabbing through her stomach. She falls over dead. And her death takes a long time because, because again, it's in, it's it's in, in slow, slow motion. motion. Yeah. Bigfoot then finally turns his attention to Nugent, the last one standing. Who's been sitting on a chair. Yeah, he's like, that's really weird. <laughs> he's been sitting on a chair the whole time this is happening. Uh, 
who he just easily grabs Nuge. He just picks him up easily. Nuge screams like, let go, let me go, let me go. Uh, but Bigfoot forces Nugent's face onto the burning red hot stove Why top. is this on? Yes, exactly. Why is the stove on in this room that apparently has a giant two-person saw and a pitchfork? This room boggles this, my this mind. It's pretty fucked up. Why? What? This this is like a coal-burning stove or a wood-burning stove yeah. with old-timey Old cast size. iron. Yeah. yeah. So this had to have been going a, this, long, a yeah. long time to be this hot. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, it's super fun. Like he pushes his face down and it's just steam and smoke and and screaming. And when Bigfoot releases his grip on Nugent, Nugent falls to the floor. His His face face is pretty much just burnt off. It's just black, burnt, gone. And all that's left is a black charred mess where his face used to be. Uh, We crossfade now back to Nugent lying in the hospital bed and slow motion's over. That I'm sorry, but that that sequence is amazing to it's watch. It's so though. nuts because while it's in slow motion, the voices and the screaming really isn't. Uh, yeah, in it slow doesn't motion. match up. It doesn't match. It's up. just. Oh god! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! But it's so so entertaining. I loved it. It's so bad, you but watching it. Bigfoot going on a rampage and just like kill like five people in like five minutes. It's it's insane. Oh. And the way he kills some of them is awesome. <laughs> He's <laughs> so happy. Awesome. awesome. So anyway, we crossfade to Nugent lying in his hospital bed, telling his story to the doctors and sure. So now we're back to the beginning. Now the flashbacks are over. Knowing now what happened to Nugent, though, his face is in remarkably good condition. He's looking pretty fucking we good. Literally saw his face mid forehead down get like burnt, burnt off. off. He had no lips. His lips were gone. He's saying hospital. He looks great now. And it's like, is he just trying to cover his mouth because he has the flu or something? Like, that's like, there's no reason his face should be covered. Um, And speaking of which, how in the blue fuckery is he even able to talk? Because how is he even still alive? He has no lips. He should be able to talk as clearly as he is. Absolutely not. And that level of burn trauma, he'd be straight up dead. If he was alive... He'd be in so much agony. Yeah, just kill. He'd be straight up dead from trauma and dehydration to the skin. Like, there's no way you live from that. Um. Anyway, so the doctor injects morphine into Nugent's IV to help him rest better, while Nugent pleads with the sheriff to find the creature and destroy it before it hurts others. Nugent passes out. The sheriff and the doctors talk. One of the doctors tells the sheriff that unless something drastically changes that Nugent will be get placed in the psych ward and declared criminally insane. I have no choice but to determine him criminally insane. Yeah. Which, I did like the way he said it. He even said it almost like that. Yeah, he did. I have no choice but to determine him criminally insane. Which, I don't even know. That doesn't even make sense. Like, they have no proof that he killed the people. Considering he suffered such and horrible bur- which burns? Matter, yeah, like, maybe, okay, I understand, okay, we're going to put him in the sideboard because he's delusional or something, it, but to say that he's the one who killed everybody is bullshit. They have no evidence of that. There's and no there has to be some, fr- a minute amount of forensic evidence would see an unidentifiable animal hair in the building. Yeah. Bigfoot well, blood well, yeah, here and there because well, they stabbed we, them. Well, I will say they don't know. Just, we, we don't know if they ever found the bodies of the students because they say he can, or how he even managed to get back to society. 
But still, there's no way they would right then and there declare him clinically, criminally insane and have him locked up. Criminally insane. So anyway, they leave the room. The, the, the camera zooms in on Nugent, passed out in the bed. We fade to a red screen, not black, red screen as the roars of Bigfoot are heard. <sighs> Roll the credits. That is Night of the Demon, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Holy hell. It's a pretty shitty movie, but god damn is it. I was so excited <laughs> to talk about it. Uh, I love the ending of it. Pretty shitty movie. You look so happy. <laughs> you look so excited right now. Your face is glowing. <laughs> I've never seen you look better, Marshall. Oh. Like something something happened to you. Something woke your spirit with this movie. Um. So, all right. Let's go. <laughs> let's move on to uh, favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, Aaron, uh, what do you got for favorite kills? And there's a, guys, there's a lot of interesting kills in there here. There are some great kills in this movie, honestly. I mean, you have the decapitation. Like, I don't know if it's a decapitation or not, but I would say it's I'd a still call it decapitation. Yeah, you have a decapitation. You have that massacre in the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, but I, I think I'm going to have to go with the digging the guts out of the guy. Gary. Gary and do the hip hop hooray. <laughs> I, I like to call it the rhythmic gymnastic ribbon routine. Oh, I really felt like he's going back and forth <laughs> and hip hop hooray. Ho, hey, naughty by Whip nature. your hair back and forth. Whip your hair back and forth. Whip your hair but back and forth. But because it was in slow motion, <laughs> yeah. I was feeling more naughty by nature. Because yeah. <laughs> it's a slow wave back and forth. I can't believe I just made a Willow Smith reference. Fuck you. Oh, uh, Willow Smith? Yeah, it's Will Smith's daughter. Yeah, Willow Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah, Uh, she sings that song. I gotta tell you, I kind of like that song. Do you really? It's catchy. Oh, fuck it. It's like I didn't download or anything, but when I hear it, I'm like, that's fun. No. Anyway, Anyway, (laughs) but yes, that's that's my uh, my favorite kill. I'm I'm right there with you, man. I'm torn between Gary... And the sleeping bag because the sleeping oh, bag the was sleeping so bag is funny. When you just swing it around his head, it would in the top office when you see the guy's POV, you're like whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Going, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so also the van, the van death wasn't a good one, but it was so weird. <laughs> so weird. And everyone's naked, just fucking. It just seemed like they're coming all over the place yeah. while they're dying. Just so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Gary's, but I think I'm going to the sleeping bag because I, I go with sleeping bag yeah. too. Right. It's fucking hilarious when I saw that. It was just, it made me I was like, this is amazing. Because part with Gary is like, it's hard to pay out just Gary because that whole sequence is amazing. It reminds me of the sequence in Poultry Guys where just everybody's getting massacred by the chicken zombies well, in the restaurant. That, that, because that's hit after hit after hit. Yeah. After hit. And this one, it's like, because of slow motion. You see it coming really slow. But I'm just saying, it's kind of similar because it's yeah. just all this chaos, all these people getting massacred, and like in this very short window. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going with sleeping bag here. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the odds and the ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, ratings. We have IMDb gives it a 4.8 out of 10, which. It's the exact same score, if I remember, that uh, 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 Final Exam got on Is IMDb. Really? I think it's the exact same score. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's not even on the site. Wow. <laughs> yeah, not, not even mentioned on that on that website. Interesting. And Amazon gives it a 2.8 out of 5. Ooh, that's low. That's low. That's low for Amazon. Get low, get low. 
Uh, what other hip hop references can we make? Um, now, plot keywords. This movie, I think, sets a record for our show for the n- number of plot keywords that there were. No shit. You want to take a guess? Well, we've had them in the hundreds before. Yeah. We've had them in the hundreds, so I'm going to have to say 250. Almost. 237. Wow. Um, so, here's, here's 237? 237. I don't think panties is going to be in there. Cause uh, I, it's it's I can't think of a scene with panties. Uh, you're right. The panty lovers are not here because there's no panties. Right. Uh, we have murder of a nude man. <laughs> yes. Penis. Yes. Naked dead man. Okay. Urination. Flannel. <laughs> yeah. There's both urination and flannel. <laughs> Teenage pregnancy. Okay. Severed penis. Uh. Raped by monster. Uh huh. And close to the panties. Male underwear and briefs. Just like last... Just like last week's. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so nuts. Now we've gone from the panties to the male panties again. We're, we're, going, we're going from panties to briefs. That's what we're about now. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I could not get the budget. I, God, I wanted the budget so bad on this, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Uh. Um, but uh, I, do, I did have uh, two bits of trivia for it real quick and uh so let's do that well uh, this is one of the movies this was actually banned in the uk during the quote-unquote video nasty craze of the 1980s oh yeah um it was it ended up getting passed uh getting uh, approved after a minute and 41 seconds were cut out of it in 1994 i'm guessing the dick shot probably the dick shot um they're just probably eliminating that whole scene now this this is a big cut that makes a kind of makes a lot more sense. Um, I, I, I wish they would have. I think that if I remember correctly. I wish they would have kept this in. So the original edit of the film included scenes of a helicopter rescue of the remaining students after two were killed by the Bigfoot monster. The rescue sequence was headed by the town sheriff, who was played by Paul Kellier, and was followed by a scene between the sheriff and Crazy Wanda outside of her cabin during which the sheriff assures Crazy Wanda that Bigfoot is still alive and well. Those scenes were cut when the initial distributor determined that the film would be more commercial if all the students were killed by Bigfoot in a climatic bloodbath, except one who would live to tell the tale. As a result of these post-production changes, Paul Kellier appears only briefly as the sheriff in a walk-on bit uh, when the students first arrive in the village, and then you see him briefly at the ritual. However, he is listed as a member of the principal cast in the opening credits, which was completed before the alternate ending was inserted into the film. So, uh, that's what I got. So you would have had the sheriff be more of a key he was, character. Yeah, like he was in on it. Like you get, I mean, you find out he's in, but it's done so briefly. Like if you didn't, if you looked away from the screen, that one side when he walked across when the kids were in town, you would have missed them completely. Right. Even if you saw him at the ritual, you wouldn't know like. I mean, you barely see like the glimpse of the, the sheriff's badge on his arm at the ritual. But yeah, it's but they it's did show. They, I remember watching, and they showed a guy who was a, a police officer, a sheriff, and I was like, "Oh wow, the whole town!" Like, yeah. my thought was, "The whole town's in on it." Yeah, not yeah. the whole town, but yeah, but he's apparently he's one of the main members. He was supposed yeah. to be one of the main members. Called, he's in on it with Wanda, and he knows about Bigfoot too. And so, I don't know. But so they cut all that out, did, added the, huh. the slaughter at the end, which. I loved. I'm glad they did, and uh, <laughs> that they redid it. Yeah, I'm glad they had the slaughter at the end too. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, unfortunately, no budget, but we do get to go on to five star reviews. 
Is this your guilty pleasure? Five star reviews. All right. Uh, now, five, there were 34% of these were of all reviews were five star reviews and 37% were one star reviews. Ooh. So it was neck and neck for yeah. both of these. Um, I, I, there's some good ones here. Um, from Adam Angel off. How did this get passed over for an Oscar? I haven't been this emotionally touched by a film since La La Land. I think it's purely based on the man being offended by the tender love scene between the creature and his baby mama. Hashtag Oscar. So anti-interspecies love. Hashtag creature shaming. Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) From Daniel Miz. Mizzy? Mize. Mize. Such greatness words cannot describe. Five stars. Experiment 626 rates. What a great find. If you're on your Kindle fire and you spy this, do not pass this up. Repeat, do not pass this up. Repeat, buy Kindle fire. Yeah. <laughs> early, early age with plenty of leftover 70s styles and mustaches. An absolutely perfect piece of stinky ripe cheese for a late night when you can't find the right schlock horror movie and you've already seen everything else. <laughs> Just perfectly bad. Love it. Bad music, bad acting. Enduring through because they really selling it. But great gore and over-the-top death scenes. Gratuitous nudity. This would make Ed Wood proud. Just terrific. A rotten egg in the rough. Lots of payoff and a super B monster. The monster is awesome. Five stars for the Mystery Science Theater 3000 aficionado. There you go. Wow. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, John M. McLean. Isn't that Bruce Willis? John McLean. <laughs> yeah. John yeah. M. McLean. Uh, in all seriousness, this movie is my... is. My top five for no other logical reason. Wait, for no logical reason, I can figure out why hardly anyone cares about it. Does that make sense? For I no, got it, yeah. I, okay. Uh, Bigfoot movies have a strong following, and this is a Bigfoot movie. Gore flicks have a strong following, and this is ultra gory. Good movies have strong followings, and this is one of the best made horror movies ever made. Why does no one else believe it? Somehow, it almost <laughs> seems to make sense, as in the real world. Normal people don't believe in Bigfoot and disregard those who claim to have seen the great beast in the exact same manner that everyone seems to have written off this movie as another hokey Bigfoot romp with a cheesy gorilla suit and some old worn down plot. But it isn't any of that. This is the movie horror fans dream about and wish someone would make. Yet it already exists. Again, if it feels like a twist on reality because those of us who have seen this movie believe in its greatness and want, I want to bang my skull against a tree when no one seems to acknowledge this beauty captured on film, five stars. Wow, that's some passion. Yeah. Uh, a. Chismer writes, this movie is pretty much flawlessly, hor- is a flawlessly horrible movie. I don't even want to spoil a moment of it. It's a very enjoyable travesty. It's almost... Like inspection having shitty stories inside and told inside a shitty story about a shitty story, which are watched this with friends. And the last two T was a great Bigfoot movie. The movie was scary and I jumped on some parts. So I will add it to my collection. Five stars. Now this one I wrote just because it's kind of funny. It doesn't even talk about the movie. really. Oh, okay. it's like from Robert D or Robert T. A. Singh Jr. Senior. Sorry. So what's up with this seller, TSV001? What makes this idiot think they can sell this item for $2,459.95? Are they <laughs> retarded? I know this review is supposed to review the movie, but I just had to comment on this moron. Check out their other listings in their store for you and have a good laugh. 
So someone was trying to sell this movie for like twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> and that was their five star review. That's pretty funny. Like fucking idiot. <laughs> five star review by making fun of the seller. Like All right. <laughs> so let's wrap up Night of the Demon Man. Aaron, <laughs> take us away. So bad and scary. Oh God. This movie, you oversold it a little bit too much when you're like, dude, we're going to watch Night of the Demon. I'm like, I've heard of this one. I'm familiar with it. I know a lot of people consider it one of the best, worst movies ever made. And you're like, the last couple scenes is going to blow your mind. And I'm like, whoa. And that's saying something. When we've seen so much stuff. How can you not love this? But you oversold it oh come on it's no oh. i was expecting fucking i, I don't know I, i'm disappointed in you it just i liked it but i, I think i was expecting so much more <laughs> everything is i didn't like the fact it was in slow everything was in slow motion that's one thing that makes so great it's so stupid <laughs> I know, but it's so... Anyway, Everything's on. elevator music. Everything in this movie is elevator music. It's 1982 elevator music throughout this entire movie. It's so weird. And then when Bigfoot shows up, it's this ear-piercing synthesizer that makes your ears bleed. The effects aren't bad. They're fun. This is so bad and scary. I'm not saying it's a... We know it's a bad movie. God damn it. This movie fucking sucks so bad. But it's still kind of like... I can't. I just can't. This one just... Fuck this movie. Fuck it in the ass. I'm 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 saying so bad it's good. Ah! (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Don't worry. It is awful. It is so, 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 so bad. It is so bad. Everything about this movie sucks except for the kill scene and the awesomeness of the fight of how stupid, crazy the ending scene is. <laughs> it is, but you can't see half the movie. You can't hear half the movie. But no, you can't see half the movie. You can't hear half the movie. It's just scenes. But at the same time, you, ha- I, it's, I say you have to watch it for the ridiculous kill scenes alone. I mean, Bigfoot throwing a man around in a sleeping bag. Bigfoot waving his tethers over his head like a hip-hop artist doing a rhythmic gymnast routine. It's insane. Tears a guy's dick off. He tears a dick. He lifts the guy up in the air by his dick and then rips it off. It's fucking out. It's so crazy. It's so bad, but it's so crazy at the same time. That I have to say you need to watch it, but it is awful. And Marshall's completely sober right now. I'm a witness to this. He's saying so bad it's good. It's, it's, I should say so bad it's scary, but it's so bad it's scary that you need to watch it, though. <laughs> like, uh, to me, I, to me, the worst movie we've ever done so far was Microwave Massacre. To me, I hated that fucking movie. Oh, I love that movie. This movie, I think I'd much rather watch this over and over again instead of Microwave Massacre. Wow, really? Yes. Yes. Oh. The kills in slow motion at the end just... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a beautiful tra- tragedy of a movie, and I love... It's... Oh, God. So, I mean, oh. you can fast forward to most. Just get the kills. Just watch the kill scenes are worth it. It yeah. makes it worth it. Yeah. I mean, it helps to have a little bit of setup if you can hear it. Not even really. Just watch the murder. <laughs> just watch Bigfoot go... Ape shit on people. We literally. should do a supercut of just the kills. Yeah. Like, we'll save you some you time. Need. Yeah. All right. So oh, that's God. it. I, I, 
we're done here. We're gonna wrap it. I had to blow my nose with that one. <laughs> oh, that's lovely on, on on audio. That's gonna be great. All right, Moon Goons, we'll be back in the future. Oh God, <laughs> we'll be back soon Fucking with another movie. movie. In uh, the meantime, my, my little Pantone, thank you so much. <laughs> in the meantime, guys, watch more horror movies and remember to always keep it tight. Oh! <laughs>